So, okay, Jordan just flashed the, the new PDK gang sign that we established that means that we are recording and we are actually live now on the Big Access Podcast. So, welcome on in to this week's episode of the Big Access Podcast. And today you're noticing that we're not in our normal studio. Uh, in fact, we are a long ways away from that studio. We are currently in Brainerd, Minnesota. Did I say that right? You did. Okay. Yep. Every time that I've had to like think about it, I've been like, okay, brain and nerd. Put those together. I, I hope that's correct. So I'm, I'm just glad to hear that I at least pronounced that correctly. Nailed it. Yeah. So we are, we're what, about two, two and a half hours north of Minneapolis. And we are actually on site at a place called Shannon's Auto Body. And we are filming a case study with them today, which we are very excited about. And you guys should also be very excited about it. It is a really cool application that we're going to talk a lot about today and uh, kind of give you guys a teaser for what's going to happen with this case study. So uh, I hope you guys are really excited about this episode because I know I am. But today we've got a couple of different guests. We've got Shannon, the owner of Shannon's Auto Body. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And then we've got Digital Horizons. These two guys down here in the green, they are, uh, they are the automation company that came in to get everything going with this. Uh, and so they're going to talk to us today about kind of the needs that, uh, that Shannon's had and how they came about accomplishing that. Everything from automating the, the projector screen and the, the uh, blackout blinds that are in the room that we're in now to installing access control and integrating video and, uh, and Berg systems into it. So very excited. So thank you guys for jumping on. So let's go ahead and kind of have each one of you guys introduce yourselves a little bit more. Uh, so that way our guests have a good understanding of who you guys are. And then, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So Shannon, we're going to start with you, buddy. All right. I'm Shannon, kind of a local here. I've been here 28 years, just opened a new facility been open for three months. As far as the security and access control, this is all new for us. Uh, it's working out very well. Still learning a lot of the system, but it's going very good. Well, thank you. Who's, who's Digital Horizons? You guys are gonna fight over who gets to talk to you guys. Uh, my name is Chris Joker, and uh, to my right in person, I don't know how it shows up on the video, is Scott. Uh, we're 50. We're 50-50 partners in the company. Uh, we worked together for a number of years before starting the business and liked what we did. We just didn't like who we did it for, so mm -hmm. we decided to do it for ourselves. Uh, and we're, our, we're in our 11th year of business, and uh, Shannon's one of the more recent installations that we finished. It, it might be more recent, but I'll tell you what. It's a, it's a really cool install. You guys can definitely see that you guys are very talented in everything that you do, and you guys do it right, which matches exactly how Shannon's is run. I will tell you this, and you guys will see this when we actually get to the case study and you can actually see around the facility. This place is legit. You have built a really cool operation here, Shannon. Uh, I'm, I know that, you know, I've, I've run into situations where I've had to have my car repaired and the, the shop I take it to back home in Utah, it, it's a great shop. I love it. But, dude, it's nothing like this. Hopefully they don't watch the podcast, right? I sure hope not, because I do have a dent in my truck right now that does need repairing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I sure hope not. But but here, this is, a, this is a place that you walk into, and you feel the professionalism. The first thing that I saw was that you guys have massage chairs in your waiting room. That's crazy. Why do you do that? Nothing but the best for our customers. I mean, that's, that's ultimately... Uh, amazing right that's a good business practice for for any type of business that's that's how pdk runs and and good to hear that you kind of have that same 
mentality for your customers. And, and then when you, we actually walk down to the shop, everything is well lit. Everything's clean. Everything just has a good professional feel to it. And, uh, and then there was this really cool thing that you were showing us. Your paint booth is insane. And this paint booth that you've got, you've got a bunch of different pods and you can put these cars on sliders and they go in and out to just increase efficiency and make it so that everything works well. It was, it was pretty legit. Tell me more about that. Well, years of doing auto body repair, the paint shop is always the bottleneck of the, of the facility. So everything revolves around what you can get painted in a day. Our last facility, we had one paint booth, one painter, everything flowed through the one paint booth. So we had to be very efficient. Never fails. Every time you get ready to move a vehicle, you go to start it, the battery's dead. And you got everything all masked up. So now you got to open the door. You got to unmask things. You got to open the hood up, get a, find a booster pack that's fully charged and get on that vehicle to start it, to move it. Took all of that out with having a slide system where we can bring a vehicle in, put it on the tracks. You actually do all your prep work ahead of time before it goes into the booth so that when it's time to actually spray, you open the side door on the booth, the car slides in the booth sideways where you're manually pushing it into the booth. You're not opening the car up. You're not exposing contaminants to the paint job, but it also speeds up the flow, the efficiency. When the vehicle is done being repaired, sprayed, you can open the door up on the opposite side of the booth and slide the vehicle out, shut that door, go to the other side and push the next vehicle in. So it more than doubled our efficiency in the paint shop. That is so cool. And, and, and that's one of the things that I, and one of the impressions that I got when you were kind of giving us the tour this morning is you guys are all about efficiency and all about making it so that your customer does have the best experience possible. And a big part of how you guys were able to create that efficiency is through how you guys utilized the security and automation in your facility. So why don't you guys over here talk to us a little bit more about what you guys came in and did here on this, uh, on this facility, how you kind of, cause it was, it was an existing business with cubicles and open spaces, but now it's an auto body shop. So it's had a serious renovation onto it, yeah. but how did you guys come in to make it so that a can operate as, you know, as a, auto body shop but with all the security needs to a protect the facility but then b increase shannon's efficiency how much time do we have uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing i want to note that you, not being from the area uh, just a, a comment about shannon's um personally i was really excited to work with shannon because in our area there isn't an auto body shop or repair center that has the reputation that they do they are they're they're the understanding of the level that they do is like nothing compared. So it was, it was exciting for us to be associated with Shannon and everything that they do. So it was, I just wanted to make that comment. They're very well respected. Um, our discussion started, Shannon called me up and said, Hey, we're, we're moving locations. We're adding a, we're adding a shop and uh, we're not getting where we need to go with the technology. Can you help us? And so him and I, I think, I think we sat down from like two in the afternoon till like seven, just on a whim, stopped in, brought plans in, reviewed what they wanted to do with the space, how they wanted to function, what the workflow was going to look like. Um, there's a mixture of surveillance cameras that are there for uh, keeping an eye on the interior and the exterior in the facility so that when there's a vehicle in a parking lot, it's, it, there's, a, there's an eye on it to know if something's happening with it, to see when something arrives. 
there's cameras on the inside that are prime with Shannon wanted cameras on the inside for is primarily for workflow processes. So when he's in his office or his general manager is in his office, they can have the cameras pulled up and know when that Toyota Camry is supposed to be in slot seven, it's actually in slot seven. And um, so they don't have to walk throughout the facility, which is massive, yeah. 40,000 square feet, I think is what it is. Um, so with the 40 some odd cameras that are throughout the building, they have the, they have a, a snapshot of what's going on on the outside, but then on the inside to keep the efficiency going. Um, so when we talked about camera placement, it was done with all of those things in mind. So as you'll see, maybe in some B-roll of the case study, um, the cameras are, are serving all of those purposes. Um, we obviously installed PDK for door access. You guys are our, our partner for that, and it's been phenomenal. Um, that's primarily there to just make sure entrance to the building is limited. Uh, there's a schedule set up, so when the first employee comes in, it triggers it. The doors open when they need to. The security system is triggered to, to disarm. Um, and then there's employee and guest entrances that are regulated, and throughout the day, obviously, access to doors that don't auto uh, open are locked and secured when they need to be. And then, uh, like the room that we're in, which you probably won't see a whole lot of, there's a couple conference rooms, and there's some audio systems throughout, and just kind of like a, a mix of everything that w of, of what we do went into the facility. That is really cool. And, and like I was saying earlier, the quality that you guys put into this is top-notch. So tell us, uh, Scott, I want to know a little bit more about the installation process and went, what went into getting this all put together i know you've got a uh, got a couple of red max controllers cloud nodes uh, but they're they're all spread out throughout the building actually they're not all brought back to one centralized location why is that well just the sheer size of the facility the wire runs uh, just you know logistics have to be taken into account for everything camera wire links um so there was there was a few challenges we ran into a lot of a lot of days of just just straight up pulling wire in this building i mean there's miles and miles of wire in here for everything so um, you know, it's an existing building. Some doors were new, some doors were existing, some latches were existing. Um, kind of had to adapt to every single door and every single situation individually. There wasn't really a, a constant like you would normally have in like a new install environment. So yeah. It was, it was definitely fun. When, to get things figured out <laughs> yeah, when we were walking around the facility and, and walking around the perimeter, seeing all the doors, you, I mean, you guys had everything from double doors that had to be secured with mag locks to latches, uh, strikes, um, and and even doors that are built for deliveries, right, where the people need to come in and they use a, a, a credential that you go ahead and issue for UPS specifically, so that way they can go ahead and drop off deliveries to you guys uh, whenever they they uh you know bring their deliveries by so it was it was pretty cool same uh, thing with the gates too there was yeah figure out what gate controller shows up and then figure out how do you integrate to it and how does it work well and so there's always there's always something new it seems like the, that, the gate was actually the first thing that we saw when we pulled up you know um, first off the first thing that we noticed was this gorgeous well put together building we're driving down the street and it's this black and red building it looks so cool and uh, we're like hey there it is and then as soon as we pull in it's just like hey there's a sweet looking pedestal with one of our ruggedized readers on it. So it was uh, it's good looking. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the gates is really cool. We've got what? 10 doors of access control and then two gates on it. We've got somewhere around 40 cameras all with digital on digital watchdog spectrum. So it integrates directly with PDKIO. So we can go and pull that bookmarked footage. We can go and view, um, 
you know, you know, you can view events there. You can create the soft triggers in the software. So pretty cool to be able to control all that. And then one of the cool things that you did too is you tied in the Berg panel. Yep. So I wanted to make it simple for employees to show up and not have a bunch of codes out there for everybody. So they just use their credentials or their pin code or whatever it is when they come in in the morning. If the system's not disarmed, valid code goes through a valid card, goes through, it'll, it just disarms the security for them. That is so then you don't so have cool. to have managing codes for everybody for every employee. It's just automated on the back end. Mm-hmm. Shannon, you were in our conversation earlier, you're saying that you have over 50, uh, 50 credentials that are out there in the field, right? Yes. So what is it like using PDKIO to manage all of those users and be able to make sure that they have access when and where they need it? It is very simple to integrate unbelievable how easy it was got a card open up the app on my phone or on the computer matter of two minutes i i can enter a code in have them give them a key access they have a key code or they have an actual access code they can get in i can limit the time that they come in i can give them a what you call it a group a group so we could group it by employee by management by vendors and a vendor might have access to certain doors. They can go into these three doors, and that's all they have access to. Mm-hmm. Some employees can come through X amount of doors at certain times, and that's all they have access to. Management, they might have 24-hour access to any door. So it's nice that we can we can separate and give each card that I hand out to someone, I can give them limited access to any part of the building that we like. And it's simple to use. Hey, I like to hear that. Simple to use is very important. You talked about uh, different vendors and giving other people access to your facility. Uh, first off, that's a big, uh, a very trusting thing to be doing, right? Giving them access to it. But access control allows you to be able to do that and have that level of comfort to give, uh, you know, permissions out to other individuals who, you know, who you conduct business with. Uh, because you're able to go and pull those reports to see exactly when they gave access to or when they gained access to the doors. Uh, and then, like we were saying, is we've got all the cameras in place to be able to say, okay, John Doe, who is with vendor XYZ, came and he scanned his badge today. It looks like it is actually him. And then we can go ahead and see everything that he was doing. And he did everything correctly. So it's it's pretty cool to be able to generate that level of access and be able to trust everybody because of the system that's been built and put in place. The, the security integration, that was actually one of the main reasons we did the security integration is Shannon gets deliveries at 4, 5, or 6 o'clock in the morning because they get so many products in for the repairs that the delivery companies put them at the tail end of the delivery vehicle. So then they come here first. Well, if they come here at 4 o'clock, Shannon Nobody's or general here. manager, no, one, <laughs> no one's here. Someone's going to have to remotely disarm it or you're going to have a compromised building because you're leaving a door open. So that was one of the main reasons is we just set it up so that when people in those group codes for delivery show up at four o'clock, it disarms the security. And then, like you're saying, if they're there and they do something in the building that they shouldn't, which they won't, they won't, but the cameras are there to capture it and to be able to verify what happened, where they went, what they did. Um, and it just makes it a really seamless process for how they operate their business. That's amazing. That's really cool. Um, well, it's about time for us to go and actually film this case study and get the, all the old interviewing parts and all the B-roll taken care of. So hopefully you guys are all loving this episode of the Big Access Podcast. It's great. I, I love chatting with uh, with not only our awesome partners like Digital Horizons, but some fantastic customers like Shannon as well, who uh, 
really are the reason why PDK is the way it is. So thank you guys so much for jumping on this. Um, be sure to stay tuned because we are going to be dropping this case study video out soon. So uh, be watching our YouTube channel for that. We're also going to be blasting it out on all of our social media cha uh, channels and then also um, we'll blast it out in an email as well. But thank you everybody for taking the time to jump on this week's episode of the Big Access Podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to subscribe to it. Give it a five-star rating and let us know if there's anything in particular that you are looking to learn and we'll be sure to add that into a future episode. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week.